Today is June 11th, and I'm A.T. Wordall. This is Big Fish Small Pod here on the Fish Stripes Podcast Network. We'll catch you up on yesterday. Before the game, there wasn't really any news to talk about. All focus was on the rubber match at home, as the Marlins went after their first series win since May 23rd. Trevor Rogers is on the mound against Chichi Gonzalez of the Rockies. As the 2013 first round pick by the Texas Rangers, he hasn't yet converted his potential into impact. After contributing out of the bullpen and the 2015 ALDS, Chichi has been mostly roughed up in the majors. But as recently as May 13th, he pitched seven shutout innings against the Cincinnati Reds. In the first, Chichi pitched a 1-2-3 inning to stay even with Rogers who started out hot, hitting 95 and reaching 96 with the fastball to record his first strikeout. Charlie Blackman had another single, and the returning Trevor Story grounded out to end the inning. In the second, Trevor needed just seven pitches. Well, Chi-Chi got beat by Corey Dickerson, as Corey took a pitch well inside, right up the middle, for a leadoff hit. And on the very next pitch, Adam Duvall pulled a fastball deep for his second home run of the series, 11th overall on the year. With the bases cleared, the score 2-0, the Marlins weren't done yet in the second. After a Jose Devers walk and a birdie single, sandwiched between strikeouts with the bat by Alfaro and Rogers, Jazz Chisholm saw the next few pitches, and he swung twice on sliders right on the outside corner. With the count 0-2, another slider came, and this one got more of the plate as Jez sparked it to the upper deck of the opposite field. 5-0. Next at bat, Starling Marte fouled off a slider inside and took a couple of pitches down and away. As Chi-Chi went down and in again, this time with the fastball, Marte got around it fast and golfed it for his fifth home run of the year to dead center field. Jesus Aguilar lined out to end the inning, but Chi-Chi was not out of it yet. With the line drive, the Marlins had struck five balls over 105 miles per hour in the second inning. As the Marlins continued to hit, in the fifth, a double by Jorge Alfaro, who's quietly been turning around with the bat, set up more impactful offense. As a Jose Devers single brought Jorge home, and a birdie double scored Jose, while Trevor kept up his end of it up. Collecting whiffs with his fastball, slider, and changeup, through six innings, Charlie Blackman's first inning single was the only Rockies hit. But with the first pitch in the seventh, Brendan Rodgers took Trevor Rodgers deep as a fastball clocking in at just 99.9 miles an hour up and just in the middle of the zone was taken out of the park. As with that meatball, Trevor was a notch or two below his norm in the seventh inning, hitting just north of 93 on the gun. And allowing hits to Trevor Story and a double to Ryan McMahon, setting up an RBI ground out, an innocent Joss Fuentes flyout, and ending the inning with a three changeup strikeout to Elias Diaz for his eighth strikeout in seven innings of work. He's up to 89 Ks and nearly 76 innings. And the Marlins would cruise to the series wins with Trevor's seventh win of 2021 
by the final score of 11-4. Jesus Aguilar even collected his 47th RBI, while the Marlins lifted their record up to 27-35. While the run differential itself popped positive. At the positive, plus 5. Last night, the Marlins' offense set career's highs for Gigi Gonzalez in hits with 11, earned runs with 8, and home runs with 3. He's a pitcher that's been hit at the major league level, but never quite like that. In the developmental leagues, the Marlins saw more action, as the Jumbo Shrimp closed out a bullpen game against the Norfolk Tides. A couple of middle infielders on the cusp of the 40-man roster showed their stuff. Justin Twine hit his first home run back in the Marlins organization, as shortstop Bryson Brigman had a four-hit night with a triple and two doubles, scoring the winning run on a Jesus Sanchez single in the sixth. Winning pitcher Rob, I'll spell it this time so you can all type it in and look up how he's been this year, Z-Y-S-T-R-E-N-S-K-I, continued to hurl it striking out seven in two and two-thirds innings. And Tommy Evelt came in to hang on to the lead, as the Jumbo Shrimp would go on to win it. In Chattanooga, the Blue Wahoos put Will Stewart on the mound, and he continued his solid campaign with nearly six innings of two-run ball. J.J. Blade hit his fifth home run of the year in the third, and the bats got going. Demetrius Sims, who's not really been a productive hitter to this point, continued the middle infield shortstop showcase theme going on with three hits of his own, scoring on a Lorenzo Hampton double and hitting a double of his own in the eighth to keep the fish ahead, as the Blue Wahoos rebounded off their worst loss of the year to win it 5-2. In Beloit, snapper bats meant it. They meant everything that they said. With their seven hits and seven runs, first baseman Troy Johnson pushed forward his hot start with his second home run of the year. Well, Griffin Conine followed with his ninth and managed to get on base two more times via the free pass. Beloit catcher Ricky Aracena and designated hitter Thomas Jones were twins on the night with two hits each. Then they both stole their 15th base of the year and currently, on the season, both are 15-2 and two as a stolen base to cut stealing ratio for 2021. Decent stuff from these two speedsters. Overall, the Beloit offense brought some thrills, but the pitchers couldn't hold on to it. As the Cedar Rapids Colonels scored against everyone they faced, Alberto Guerrero pitched five innings but allowed four runs. And Josh Simpson blew the save as he was also hit for four runs. Closing June 10th in Jupiter, the Hammerheads touted 2020 draftee Dax Fulton, who got the start and started out messy. After opening with a single, he allowed a walk and then allowed a double, and that was good enough to score runs. Uh, following that, the 12th error by Osiris Johnson at second base, kept the door open. And the runs poured in via a wild pitch by Dax and then a home run. The rookie was rattled. Uh, overall in the night, Dax didn't make it through two with just an inning and two thirds, 
allowing three hits, five runs, just one of those runs earned, allowing that aforementioned walk, and he did collect a strikeout. And I think a cat just knocked something over. In relief of Dax, the bullpen came on, and the mighty muscles from Fort Myers did not relent. On the night, they scored 19 runs on 20 hits, and the Hammerheads only had one hit of their own. Ashton Easley's first professional home run provided the only hit in the as Jupiter lost the game. But last night was all about the Marlins. Today, they'll welcome the Atlanta Braves to Lone Depot Park, as Sandy will defend against Charlie Morton, Acuna Jr., and the Atlanta Braves offense. Game time is set for 7-10, and the roof will ensure it. Maybe you could come out to support. But either way, Fish Stripes Live will get you set before game time, as the Miami Marlins look to build upon hitting Chi-Chi Gonzalez like he has never been hit. That's all for the pod. I've been A.T. Werdahl, and we'll be back to your earbuds next week.